What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we didn't have a full slate yesterday. There were only eight games, so we'll just go through each of them because that's a pretty manageable number. Um, oftentimes, it happens after you come off a big weekend. Sometimes Monday will be a day where teams can travel to the next city to start a big-time series. And speaking of big-time series, or not necessarily a big-time series, a new series, but I was getting ahead of myself what I was trying to say is that we have a big-time series coming up. Tonight, we have the Astros in L.A. taking on the Dodgers for the first time with fans since the whole cheating scandal. That's going to be big. That's going to be big. This is what we've all been waiting for. We want to see what kind of reception they're going to get. And fans are back in the stands, and, and that's going to be must-see TV, absolutely. 10 p.m. Eastern, it is the MLB TV free game of the day, of course. Both teams doing well. Astros 64 and 42, Dodgers 64 and 43, and that's going to be a good one. I will definitely be watching that one. So, just going back to yesterday, we'll just you know start from the top. So, the Indians beat the Blue Jays yesterday by a score of 5-2 in Toronto. Um, the two runs for Toronto came off the bat of Vlad Guerrero Jr. Just want to start with that absolute missile to left field. Five, uh, sorry. 424 feet, 115 miles an hour off the bat. But those were the only two runs that Toronto would score. It wasn't enough um, as, you know, Cleveland was able to hit the ball pretty well, especially the top of their order. Miles Straw was inserted to the leadoff spot just right after being acquired from Astros, and he has been good to start. Yesterday, 2-for-5 with two runs scored. Then after him, Ahmed Rosario, 3-for-4. And then after him, Jose Ramirez, 2-for-5 with a home run. His Actually, his 150th home run of his career. So good pitching, timely hitting is what they say. The Indians are actually 52-51, and 51, a, a game above 500. Um, good for them to see. I mean, they win this game in extra innings, actually. They won it in 10 in Toronto. But, um, yeah, that's that. We move out to Washington. So this is a fun one where some of you may have seen the images on social media or the video of Victor Robles playing center field with a praying mantis on his hat. That was from this game last night, but the Phillies won 7-5. Victor Robles was leading off with an ass. He's had a rough year at the dish, man. He only has a 604 OPS. I don't know what's going on there, but you know, most of his value comes with his defense, but he needs to get that get that bat in shape because it's not looking very good. I will say also that Bryce Harper is quietly having a sensational season and nobody is really talking about it. This dude is putting up the best year he's had in a long time. He's got a 963 OPS. He's hitting 302 with 16 homers on the year. I mean, his on-base percentage is 416. Harper is having a phenomenal year. Phenomenal year. I mean... This is his best OPS since, well, actually, no, he had a 962 last year. But, yeah, um, which is close to what he's at right now. He's at 963. But 2017, a 1,008 OPS, you know, he he was he was really good that year. Actually, as a matter of fact, wasn't that the year that, I think that was the year he was, he was in the MVP race, but then he, he hurt himself on a base, like slipped on a, on a wet first base. But Harper's having a... Phenomenal year, and um, yeah, doing big things for the Phillies. You know, the Phillies made a lot of moves at the deadline. They want to move. You know, I just talked about the Indians being 52 and 51. 
But no one talks about them being a playoff team. But the Phillies think they can be a playoff team. At least that's what they acted like during the deadline. And they're right at 500 at 53 and 53. So, you know, it, it is one of those things. Well, obviously, the Indians play in the same division as the White Sox. So they're not catching them whatsoever. But I do want to shout out Bryce Harper. You know, double yesterday. And then uh, Odubel Herrera with a home run. But I was it was kind of a bullpen game for Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Ranger Suarez was the opener-ish kind of thing, three innings, and then from there gives it over to the bullpen and they do their thing. Josiah Gray made his Nats debut, so he just got brought over to D.C. in that trade and with the Dodgers because he just literally made his big league debut, what was it, like a week and a half ago? And he pitched yesterday well. He pitched well, five innings, one earned run against Philadelphia, but it wasn't him. It was his bullpen. The blown save at at the end of the game that kind of you know did the did the Nats in. If we move out to New York, the Orioles beat the Yankees 7-1. So yeah, they were just bashing. Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes went back to back. Ramon Urias hit a home run. I mean, O's are not having a hot year this year, but you know, they they caught the Yankees slipping. They caught them slipping, and that's what happens sometimes. It is baseball. You know, I did see a lot of complaints about the Yankees lineup. Um, obviously, they only had three hits yesterday, which is not good. But some guys are not really hitting for power. Some guys who you would expect to put up better numbers just aren't doing so. And then obviously, DJ LeMahieu has regressed big time this year. I'm not really sure what happened to him. I mean, a lot of people will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is the player he was in Colorado. He's regressing back to the mean. But I don't know if it's that simple. Because you don't just go back-to-back years with MVP-type numbers and then you just completely drop off after that. And I mean, he did just sign that contract. I don't know. The, the timing is weird. I mean, if, if it is just regular, natural regression, this dude had the, the best timing of all. He comes to New York, becomes an MVP candidate, gets the money he was looking for, and then <laughs> immediately regresses back to the the player he used to be that that's really strange but DJ LeMahieu I mean this dude has a 694 OPS last year he had a 1011 the year before 893 what is going on there what is going on he's yeah he's just not really hitting for any power whatsoever just a singles he's literally looking like DJ LeMahieu the singles hitter from the Rockies and I don't I can't explain it I can't explain that one I don't know maybe somebody else can we head over to the Trop next. The Mariners beat the Rays 8-2. And interestingly enough, Seattle is 5-0 against the Rays this year. They have their number. Chris Flexen started six. He had six punch-outs on the game yesterday. I mean, they sh- no, sorry, they didn't shut them out. It was 8-2. But, I mean, not much offense for, for Tampa Bay. Not much offense for Tampa Bay and... On the other side, Michael Walker got touched up quite a bit. Four innings, six earned runs He is what he gave up against Seattle. So, yeah, that's interesting. 5-0 and against Tampa Bay. Uh, Seattle continues, you know, this late in the season. They're 57-50. and That's 107 games in. So, impressive year for them. Let's head over to Miami. So, the Marlins beat the Mets 6-3 in this NL East showdown. Jesus Lusardo. He won his Miami debut, so he's he's from the area, I believe. Yeah, he's from Parkland, Florida. 
and this was his Miami debut. He said he he felt he said glad to be home, glad to be home. I think this kid has a bright future. I mean, you don't just you don't just lose it like that, especially at that at this young of an age at 23. I don't I don't think the books close on him. When you're a top 10 overall prospect in baseball, you have a lot of talent. So he needs to figure it out, but I think he'll be good eventually. Five innings, three earned runs for him, five punch outs against the New York Metropolitans. Lewis Brinson homered for the Marlins. Pete Alonso homered for the Mets. And if we head to Arlington, the Rangers beat the Angels 4-1. Still no Mike Trout for the Angels. It's, it's been it's been rough. It's been a rough uh DL stint for or IL stint for him. He has not played in a while, which is really rough. But the Rangers did beat the Angels yesterday. 4-1, Dane Dunning, five innings with one earned run for Texas. Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Brewers beat the Pirates 6-2. A three-run homer was a nice uh, cherry on top of the debut for Eduardo Escobar. You know, he just got traded over. He's got power. We all know that. But, uh, you know, he, he showed it off yesterday, two for two with four RBIs, including that three-run bomb. He also hit a triple yesterday, so he is... Or, yeah, he is yesterday's player of the game for Milwaukee. Bryce Wilson was with the Pirates. He made his Pirates debut. Five innings, one earned run for him. So that's good to see. And then last but not least, if we head out to the desert, Giants and D-backs. Giants won this game in extras 11-8. to We saw a grand slam by Alex Dickerson. And that was a big blow. That was a big blow. Um... Yeah, I mean, but D-backs made this one kind of close, but SF did score three in the top of the 10th to put it away and and um, take care of business. But at the end of the day, Giants are the best team in baseball right now. You're going to have to play a pretty complete game if you want to beat them on any given night. Mike Yastrzemski hit his 18th of the year. Uh, Wilmer Flores also homered. I mentioned Dickerson hitting that grand slam. Yeah, Giants are going to be a team to watch for sure. So... That's going to do it for today, folks. Enjoy the full slate of games today. We are back at it. And if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.